1: Welcome to the Pulse of St. Louis, I'm Jasmine Huda. A group of teens from the St. Louis area will be meeting face to face with police and prosecutors in Memphis, Tennessee. It's all part of an organization's mission to educate and empower young people from the St. Louis area about civil rights events, past and present. The organization is called Humanity in the Middle. A couple of years ago, the group visited Tulsa, Oklahoma. They met with city leaders and they visited historic sites, including the site of the Tulsa Race Rite of 1921. Now, Humanity in the Middle launched a few years ago and its co-founders are with us today. Charlene Hughes is the lead co-director, and she is a co-founder of Humanity in the Middle. And we have Clay Farmer; he is a VP of Security and Community Outreach for Finia Healthcare, also a co-founder. Thank you for both being here. Thank, Thank you, you for having, having us. us. Okay, it's called Humanity in the Middle, and it centers around teens in the St. Louis area. Charlene, mm-hmm. well, what's the focus? What's the mission? So our,
0: our mission really is to bridge the gap between law enforcement and the communities they serve. Um, After the philando Castile verdict came down a few years ago, Clay and myself and Wesley Bell, we were boots on the ground in the Normandy School District, and we noticed the energy shift, and it wasn't a good thing. So we decided at that time that we needed to do something to help with that because our neighborhoods can't be safe without law enforcement, and law enforcement needs the community in order to help the community be safe. Um, So at that point... I called him I was because like, I wasn't quite sure how to do it because we were having some internal conversations at Beyond Housing and I'm like how can we do this, how can we bridge this gap and he ended up calling me at 3 in the morning with this wonderful <laughs> idea to travel across she the nation. She sound wonderful.
1: Children.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> sure I, she
1: appreciated <laughs> that call. I really did Sometimes the best ideas are in the middle of the night, yeah, right? Yeah. You, you talked about the shift and either of you can talk about this, what, what are you talking about that energy and that shift um, that needed to be addressed?
0: I can only describe it as the the synergy or energy went from positive to negative. Like, it was really, really charged, but it wasn't in a good way, you know? Anytime we see police brutality, communities of color um, become even more withdrawn from those law enforcement agents that are there to help. So, him being law enforcement, Wesley being law enforcement, and me being boots on the ground and being one of those neighbors, I realized that we had to do something because the entities being the community and the police cannot exist without each other and one bad apple should not spoil it from the bunch. because I know some awesome law enforcement officers who are really there to help people in the community so we we decided that we needed to do something do something we didn't know what that something was from
1: the beginning but we have evolved and it is it's working Wesley Bell, the St. Louis County prosecutor, not unable to join us, but the three of you came up with this mission to bridge this gap. And and Clay, you've got an interesting perspective because you are former law enforcement. No, you, current, current.
2: Yes. I'm Tell current. me, who
1: you, I thought you were <laughs> well. You were with the North County Police Department. <laughs> right. That's why I say former. <laughs> Tell us what you're doing now.
2: So I am the, uh, like you said, the vice president of safety and security for Affinity Healthcare, but I also still work for the St. Anne Police Department.
1: I did not um, know that. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Wow, I'm being corrected here on TV. <laughs> but uh, but I do want to get into this because we have video from your visit to Tulsa. Yes. Tell us about that trip and why it made a difference. It was
2: amazing. It was an amazing trip. Um, one of the components that we added was that we get to meet with the uh, local law enforcement. So we got to meet um, the, the police chief. If you all know about Tulsa, you, you know um, they have the first 48 detectives that they follow around so the kids got to follow the detectives around they got to interrogate they asked me to come work with them but i was like you know i <laughs> can't yeah. i'm busy yeah, um <laughs> but just that whole experience we met with the prosecutor who actually was from here um he had moved there several years ago mm. um so the kids were amazed by that but then they got to see outside of st louis what goes on right and so we had just some positive conversations and we look forward to doing it again this year
1: Select the teens to be part of this experience. So we require the the, stu-
0: the students, the scholars, to write a 500-word essay on a Black person event that has impacted their lives. They have to submit three references. You know, it can be pastors, uh, teacher, just anyone. Plus, they have to do eight hours of community service before they leave. So that's once they're selected but it's the essay process oh we did we added an interview component to it this year so we read their essays read their references interview them and then our team makes a decision
1: and what do they talk about in their essays
2: well before you say that it's all expense paid i don't know if we said that Mm -hmm. the entire trip is the kids pay nothing except when we go to the mall I'm not buying you some Jordans, but <laughs> <laughs> all the excursions, the, how, the, um, the food, the food meals, everything, the, yeah. everything is covered for them. So they actually pay it back by doing that community service.
1: Mm-hmm. That's great. And and the and trip. then these essays. Tell us about what, how, you know, what's the topic? Or
2: amazing. They get to pick what they want. Like she said, it's whoever's positively impacted their life. It could be a, a, a famous person. It could be your mom. It could be your aunt. Anybody that's positively positively affected your life. And us reading them. I know she gets mad, I just never sleep, I just don't. (laughs) So I'm quick to call her at two in the morning and say, oh my God, you gotta read this essay that just came through, it is amazing. And so these kids just never cease to amaze us every single year. We
0: actually had a scholar who wrote about his father. Yeah. And it really brought me to tears um, because he was saying how much of a role model, how he's seen his dad go through the good and the bad and the ugly, but with such character, that he really didn't know the bad and the ugly. Mm. So his father really covered him. His father really uh, taught him how to be a man. Um, Like, it it really had me in Mm. tears. I can't remember the words, but I know the feeling. Like, it had the hair standing up on my arms when I was reading this, because most often we get essays about famous people, Mm -hmm. activists, um, football stars, but for him to write about his father, it just hit home for me. Really
1: personalized. And it also... Underscores the importance of having a role model in the house. Absolutely. And I know that's part of this organization because I know you maintain relationships with these teams after the fair. Forever relationships. Yes. Uh, So one of your trips was to Jackson, Mississippi. That was last last year, year. right? Mm -hmm. Tell us about that.
2: Again, an amazing trip. The only thing that I was a little upset about was we didn't get to meet Coach Prime, (laughs) 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 football coach at Jackson State uh, because of the water issue. But other than that, we. we visited the Medgar Evers home. And that's
1: what we're seeing here. Um, yes, yes, that's uh, And tell man. us who Medgar Evers was.
2: Medgar Evers was a civil rights activist in, um, in um, Jackson. Um, he uh, was boots on the ground um, in getting people registered to vote. Um, and then he was brutally killed um, coming home from work. He was shot and killed in his driveway. And that's where you see Farrakhan is talking to that now. We visited the courthouse where the Emmett Till case took place. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing. That what is, was
1: it like? Tell us how, it, it's one thing to read about mm. it in a history book, but to actually visit the site, a landmark, what is it like? A- for them?
2: Everything is still the same there. The courthouse, they still use it. The only thing that's different is they've been, um, enacted central air,
1: that's, that's
2: it. it. Um, but to hear the stories and how they let him go back and forth home during the trial, to go eat, and, it was very moving for the kids as well. So, you know, when you get juniors and seniors, emotional it's being in that like that's how we know we're making a making an impact.
1: I want to hear one of the chaperones from the uh, Jackson, Mississippi trip. I believe his name was Farrakhan. Farrakhan she l- this is him talking with the students at the site. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was Matt Graver's home. Yes. Correct. Let's listen in. His wife had to run outside and see him laying on the ground, right? All you hear in the house is pop, 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 right? They say it was six shots, yeah. six shots, six shots, uh, right behind. What was it like for everyone to hear that on the front steps of the home, the porch?
0: Um, the, the scholars and even the chaperones, we were emotional. You know, like you said, we read about it, you hear about it, you see the movies, but we're actually standing in that in space. Grounds,
2: right.
0: um, so it was like you were reliving the energy for me. Mm-hmm. I was reliving the energy of that night my mind began to think like what was his wife's first thought when she heard those shots what was his first thought when he got out of the car and saw the person coming at him and then i began i went through like anger and happiness and then joy because i knew what he was fighting for but the anger that's another human being would take someone out just so people could have the right to vote
2: we had a we had a scholar that said to us, why do we really need to know our history? Why do we need mm, to do this? Yes. She wasn't ignorant or anything like no. that. She was just like, "Why we need to move forward. After seeing the Emmett Till um, experience and Megra Evers, she said, I apologize. Yes. She stood up and said, I am sorry, and I want to do more. Yes, and Sometimes
1: more. it takes that experience right. yeah. to do that. And uh, one thing I also want to point out, this is not just about these once-a-year trips. You do, as you mentioned, Clay, the... Um Community service. Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. And so
1: we'll mention that uh, when we post this story online if people want to help yeah, uh, support humanity fantastic. in the middle. So thank you both for being here. We're sad Mr. Bell couldn't join us, but thank you. wonderful organization and thank making you. a difference in the community. So thank, thank you, you for to Charlene Hughes up. and Clay Farmer. Well, straight